Next. May I have a half a pound of uh, ham? Boiled, baked, smoked, salt cured, sugar cured, prosciutto or Westphalian. All right, forget it. Just tell you what, just give me, uh, give me a half pound of salami. Italian, kosher, hard pork, beef, cotto or what? Uh, just get bologna, mister. I'll tell you what, just give me, give me a quarter pound of cheese. American, blue, cream, cottage, gouda, edam, provolone, romano, swiss, you have your entire cheddar family. Can you run the uh, hams back one more time? Just, I just want to... listening to the Forging Fury podcast, a show dedicated to bettering life through fitness, nutrition, and inspiring stories from athletes of every stripe. This episode is brought to you by Blackwater Plumbing. Known for their honesty, quality, and affordable rates, Blackwater is Arizona's choice for plumbing repairs and installations. You can find them on Facebook under Blackwater Plumbing or simply give Mike a call at 928-240-1292. Blackwater Plumbing, your local plumbing company. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Forging Fury podcast. We are your hosts, Coach Riley Kilbride, and I'm Michael Gray. Well, if you haven't figured it out from the clip that we just used to start the show, we are going to the... Grocery store. Grocery store. My anybody, favorite place. Anybody know what uh, movie that clip was from? I had no idea when Michael showed me you this. Didn't know? It was before my time. I'll tell you what, the first person to answer correctly on our Instagram page, at Forging Fury, will get... Uh, like a quarter pound of salami. How's that sound? Yeah, but we, we don't, I mean, only the cheap stuff because we can't afford all that fancy salami stuff That's or true. whatever it is. We're looking for a salami sponsor if you're out there. <laughs> <laughs> salami sponsor, sweet. Uh, anyway, one of the topics we're going to hit from time to time on this podcast is nutrition. And as most of you know, here at CrossFit Fury, our coaches don't just focus on strength, fitness, and flexibility, but they also place a high value on understanding that our performance in the gym and on the scale is linked to what we put on our mouths. Totally. uh, So if we're going to come into the gym each day and grind through whatever fresh hell Peter has planned for us, but then we go home and we don't give any thought to what we we eat, then we're not going to be successful at at what we're doing. You cannot out-train a shitty diet. I wish you you could because... uh, It's not possible. (laughs) That's kind of how I started. I, I started by eating... What I wanted because working out made me lose weight, but It'd that be doesn't last. It'd a lot last. easier if it was, though. I wish. <laughs> well, we're, we're going to have future shows that dive more deeply into a wide variety of nutrition topics, but today we just wanted to start by giving you some simple tips on how to handle ground zero of your nutrition goals, and that is at the grocery store. We want to teach you how to choose the best foods, how to avoid common shopping mistakes, and how your grocery shopping trip and start your week off on the right foot nutritionally. So... Riley, grocery store yes. shopping. This is the first step in nutrition. What do we, what do we got to do? Well, first of all, let me just give you a brief history. Of, uh, well, g- let me tell you about grocery shopping. This is my favorite thing to do on earth. I love the grocery store. I spend most of my time in the grocery store. I'm the old man that kind of wanders the aisles and reading labels and like try- looking at new things. Like I love the grocery store, not only for the food, because I think about I'm going to eat it. I also love the people in grocery stores. Like I love peopling. I talk to strangers. I, you know, I do this, I do that. I love the grocery store. I hope it never like, I mean, you see all these like future things like 
you don't have to go to the grocery store. You can get your groceries delivered. Like, I hate that. Like, I love the grocery store. That's what we do. I'll tell you what, you can take my kids next time you go grocery shopping. (laughs) It's a little bit different when you have children. And we'll see how much you love it then. Like for me in my lifestyle, the, I mean, the grocery store is kind of like the club, you know, like you, you know, you see people, you're like, Hey, what's up? (laughs) Like, what you doing? Are you over there at the, the, you know, the vegetables? I see you over there. Get it, girl. You know, for me, that's the kind of, maybe the place I want to find a woman is a grocery (laughs) store, not a bar. That's for sure. But so all you single ladies out there. Riley shops at which store? Sprout, Sprouts on Dysart. Sprouts on Dysart. Uh, you know, keep an eye out. But it's a weird time. It's usually around 11 a.m. on most weekdays. So, well, all you are so working. You, you want an unemployed lady. So, I see. Okay. Well, a special shout out to my lady, Judy, at Sprouts on Dysart. She's my real one. She always checks me out. Well, my groceries out. Maybe she checks me out. I'm not sure. But yes, she is my lady at Sprouts, Judy. Um, but we're going to talk about how to be successful in the grocery store, make good choices because the things that you bring home from the grocery store guys are going to be the things that you eat. So if you buy bad things, you are going to eat bad things. So let's talk about when you walk in the door. First of all, you're going to be blinded by all the marketing scams that there are out there. You're going to be seeing all the colors, all the good labels, all the good foods that you want to see. And you got to like work on those blinders to not see that stuff. Come on, man. That's what I do for a living. I'm a, I'm a graphic designer. You, you got to appreciate a good graphic design. Oh, I'm, I can definitely be marketed to if there's anything with a lion on it, I'm probably going to buy it. So I like lions. So if Sweet. it has a lion on the cover, I'm going to buy it. But we got to stay strong in the first 10 steps of the grocery store. If you notice, there's candies, there's donuts, there's like, there's all these things that we want to get this quick hitter. They want, they want you to buy these things right when you walk in the door. Right. That's a lot of sodas, a lot of candies, a lot of baked goods. You're like, oh, I'm here. I'm hungry. Let me grab this first thing I, I see when I walk in the door. And kind of deflecting, that, staying away from that first first wave of initial marketing towards you, it helps me if I go in with a plan. So I know what I want. So I'm going to get some, some meats. I'm going to get some vegetables. And even if you want to be like super, super into it and be like, Hey, I'm going to get ground beef. I'm going to get chicken. I'm going to get, you know, uh, pork loin. I'm going to have all these things that I know that I want to buy. So have a plan going in of what, what, what do I want to buy? Exactly. Cause if I'm, if I don't, if I'm meandering around the aisles, I'm going to pick up, Ooh, this, uh, fudge brownie looks good. Let me toss that in the bag. Oh, let me get that. Boom. I have a plan and I stick to that plan of what do I want to buy? So when you do a plan, do you just make a mental plan or do you write everything down? No, no, down? no, no, no. This is in my notes on my phone. So I am like that, that detailed where I need to make a list of like, Hey, I need butter. I need eggs. I need asparagus. I need Brussels sprouts. I need that kind of direction. Or I will, you know, look at all the different almond butters that they have and you know, I'll be there for three hours. Right, right. right. <laughs> yeah. So maybe if before, when you walk in, you bring your phone out or your notepad and be like, Hey, this is my grocery list. This is what I'm sticking to. So you don't fall into the dark arts of the donuts when you walk in the door. It's also good in case you do meet a girl and you can get a phone number really yeah, fast. See, and then you can also take pictures of the vegetables. Like I like, so there's also that, but so you got your shopping list. you you've made it through the first wave of uh, attacks by the marketing companies in the grocery store. And now you'd say, okay, cool. I want to buy I want to buy good, healthy foods. So where are those healthy foods located in your grocery store? If you haven't noticed, in most grocery stores around the, the, like, the sides, the like, kind of perimeter of the grocery store is kind of the foods that we want to eat. So you'll see your meat aisle, your deli, your vegetables are in the back, your produce kind of line the outside of the grocery store. 
if they're in the middle of the aisles, usually they're using some type of um, preservatives or something that's helping these foods stay stay fresh for that certain amount of time. So if the first battle is, hey, I'm just going to buy groceries from the outside of the grocery store, boom. I mean, you're not going to run into any issues. You don't run into candy on the outside. You don't run into uh, Pop-Tarts on the outside of the grocery store. So if you can already avoid that, you're, you're, you're already winning. Um, for me personally, I go, I have my plan of attack again. Maybe I'm just exposing myself as only being really, really regimented, <laughs> but I'll go get my meat first. So I'll go to the deli guy and be like, yo, this is what I want. A couple pounds of this, a couple pounds of that. Um, and while he's going, while he's doing that, I'm going over to the vegetables and getting my Brussels sprouts, my broccoli, cucumber, zucchini, bell peppers. Like I'm getting all the things that I need. So there's no lag time for me. Cause if I wonder, I will be there for a while. So I, I have my plan of attack. I get my meat first. I go get my vegetables. And then while that I'm kind of transitioning, I'm such a CrossFitter, even when it comes to grocery shopping, transitions are everything. That's right. Um, but We've gotten, we've gotten our meat, we've gotten our vegetables, and then I'm going to pick up a couple of things. I'm going to make sure I have butter. Uh, I'm going to make sure that I have a couple of croix, the crib. I'm sorry, I'm not perfect, but I'm going to drink that. Um, but also while I'm doing this, um, it's very important that if we're going to buy anything that's in a, in a box or in, has a label, we're reading that nutritional label. So if you pick up something, guys, and you're looking at the box and it says there's an ingredient list, first of all, that, that raises my eyebrows a little bit because I like to eat foods that don't have ingredient lists. There's only one ingredient in a avocado. That's avocado. There's only one ingredient in chicken and that's chicken. So if I'm having to read a long laundry list of, of chemicals and things that I can't pronounce, I don't, eat, I don't eat it. That's usually a real thumb. If I can't pronounce it, I don't eat it, which is it could help you in the long run. So if I'm, if I'm buying something that has packaging, I'm looking at the ingredient list and then I'm moving my way up to the nutritional label. So here's, um, here's something that can really, really help you. If, especially if you're not into measuring your food or anything like that, go up top to the nutritional label. There's going to be in the upper left-hand corner, there's going to be like a, a serving size or some, it's going to tell you how much food is in one serving of this, of this food. And then it's going to say how many servings per container. So one serving is X amount. There's X, there's five servings in this one box of food or whatever you're buying. It's going to tell you the nutritional, the macronutrients and micronutrients of one serving, not the whole box. That's what a lot of people run into is like, oh yeah, this, this bag of whatever, it only has, you know, 30 carbs and 12 grams of fat and blah, blah, blah. That's for one serving. So if you can read this nutritional label and kind of be educated on how to read these nutritional labels. You can kind of avoid overeating and exactly knowing how much you're putting into your body, knowing the serving size. And serving sizes are the, they, they try to trick you with those. And it's good to know that ahead of time. Instead of after you eat, you go, what did I just eat? Let me check that. Totally. Oh, that's a half a cup <laughs> serving size. I just had three cups. That's not good. Yes. Um, I try to look at the serving sizes because they will trick you. They will, you'll eat the whole bag and realize that you just ate eight servings of, of whatever that you just ate. So read the nutritional labels. Um, I feel like that's a skill in itself too. Um, Michael, you have children, correct? I've got three. Yes. Okay. So you, you get to the grocery store, what, how many times a week? 
Well, we probably go once a week at least. Yeah. Are you? And we do the whole uh, Fry's click list. Hey, Fry's, if you're listening, we do accept sponsorships. <laughs> yes. So we do the Fry's click list because so, my wife can order online and she just it's easier for us to pick up because going to the store with three kids is insane. It's yeah. not, not easy, but. Yeah, so I, I usually try to get in there maybe two or three times a week. I mean, like I said, I don't have children. I have the time. I kind of like to, you know, people watch at the grocery store. But when you buy fresh food, that's the thing. Yes. That well, might tell you a little bit about exactly. me. Exactly. If I, if I try to go two or three times a week, I have to buy foods and I have to cook the foods uh, kind of immediately. So that kind of lends itself to my next point yeah. is that when you, when you get this food, cool, you've made your way around the grocery store. You've gotten your meat, your vegetables, your fruits your, uh, I don't know, your kombucha, your butter, your, uh, your almonds, your, your nuts, you've gotten everything you need. You're equipped. you got everything. So they're like, yes, I've made it through the grocery store without buying any, anything bad. You get home. Now here's probably the most important step for me personally as well, especially if these foods are very, very fresh, they're going to go bad if you don't cook them. So I get home and I get in the kitchen as soon as I can to cook these foods. Cause if not, they're going to go bad. And then that's pr- pretty much me like throwing my money away. Right. So planning a day or giving yourself maybe two hours. You can cook a lot of food in an hour if you really, really budget your time, right? Um, Getting in the kitchen and prepping this food beforehand, before your week, giving yourself time to create kind of some meals that you can fall back on when you get busy during your week. So even like snacks or like food, or if you're super crazy and you want to do like the same meal 15 times throughout the week, that's going to save you so much time uh, on the back end. So I live by a phrase, if you fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Yeah. That's going to help you and lend itself to a lot of like easy meals when you get home. For me personally, when I get home at night after work, I like to kind of down, like wind down and, and cook at night. That's kind of like my, my lowering down process, how I fall asleep Sure, is how I like to cook. But for me on Sundays, I will cook like maybe I'll cook some chicken breast or some, some steaks or something like in a mass quantity that. I know that I have. So when I get home, I don't have to cook so much. So I've gotten this good food. I've cooked it on a Sunday. I've got all this, um, all this good food prepared for the week. Um, not only are you going to save time, but you're also going to ha- save money. A lot of people, they go to work every day and they spend about, I would, I would say roughly about eight to $10 a day yeah. on going out for lunch. It's a lot of money. I, I've talked to plenty of people that are like, yeah, I just go out to lunch every day. And I just look at them and I'm like, you know, you could have bought a Tesla, right? <laughs> you've been doing this for 20 years. You've been spending, do the math. Like yeah. you're creating a budget. You can buy so much more food than the food that are the money that you're spending on going out. Like you're going to spend eight to $10 when going out anywhere. Yeah, Like it's going to add up. So you do that. Let's say you spend eight, $10 a day. You work five days a week. That's $50 a week multiplied. You're almost spending close to $150 to $200 a month on just eating. Right. Multiply that by 12 and now we're into a whole budgeting class and accounting. But you're spending a lot of money on food that's really not, I mean, I don't know where you're going for lunch, but it's not going to help you if you were to prepare that, make that time, budget that time, be disciplined and and prepare that food. You're going to save money over the long run and also be healthier in the long run. So let's just get a recap real quick of, of what we've kind of gone through in this episode here. We've talked about going into the grocery store, what to buy, what, where to buy it. So we've talked about eating real food, things that can go bad. If it can go bad, it's good for you. Not foods with a long ingredient list. We can't, uh, can't read it. Don't eat it. 
Don't ask me what supplement you need to take. I mean, the three best supplements out there, if you're wondering, they're not, you can't buy them. The sun, sleep, and sex. Those are probably the three best supplements you can get out there. So there's no magic pill. There's no, that I don't see anybody selling those. Well, maybe uh, yeah, certain I was going to say that. <laughs> so, two, two out of three anyway. Exactly. We don't recommend buying the third. <laughs> don't buy, don't buy it unless, never mind. Just don't buy it. <laughs> Sun, sleep, and sex. Hungry, happy, horny. If you're not those things, we back to your nutrition. Yes, and replay this podcast for your spouse if you, uh, <laughs> exactly. if you get any pushback to say, my coach prescribed this for me. You've the, those do are it. the medicines that we need. Cool. Well, now we know what to do when we go to the grocery store. We're not going to be lost. We're not going to, we're going to go with a plan. Don't fall for the dark arts of the grocery store. They're out to get you. They are. Even Judy. Poor Judy. Hold on, man. She's, she's a saint. She's part of the system. Do not Come talk on. about Judy like that. She <laughs> is my friend. Forgive me, Judy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thanks for listening. This is a Forging Fury podcast. If you're listening to this on any platform of podcast, make sure you go and give us a review. Five stars would be great. We're trying to get our word to a lot more people, your mom's friends, your friend's moms, and your grandma. So give us a five-star review. Half pound of salami, half pound of Swiss, half pound of Virginia ham, two celery. Oh, I think these are on special. Doesn't matter. Sorry. Let me check. Are these Kotex Maxi Pads on special? Never mind, Derek. Sorry, forget it. Kotex, 19 cent cost. Thanks, man.